What's up and welcome to the last live in the damn dream of 2020. Finally, get out of here 2020. We had enough of your shit. Oh, I never thought I'd be able to say that, but here we are. My God, it feels so good. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I mean, we're a couple days away. Um, so... Wait, wait, wait. Can we just say that we're really living the damn dream if it is the last live in the damn dream of 2020? That's true. Like, that's the that's the dream right there. There we, it is. We made it. We made it. You made it. I made that's it. That's it. That's the tweet. You listen. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. Guys, have a great happy new year. We'll see you in 2021. <laughs> um, no, not quite, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I'm Mike. She's Sarah. And uh, yeah, I can't believe we've done a whole year of these uh, from our couches or our bedrooms or wherever we've been recording. And um, thank you guys for, for sticking around with us. Um, let's get it out of the way, the, the new Sarah, quick at the top. We're going to be taking a couple weeks off. So we're going out with a bang in 2020, but then we're going to uh, take the beginning of 2021 off because I'm actually going to be out of the country. So enjoy this they're episode. Letting, they're letting him leave. I, I know. don't know how they're letting him leave, but somehow Mike has found some secret connection called a girlfriend. Magic, baby. Magic, sneaking baby. Sneaking out of the country. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> exactly. No, we're good. Yeah, I'm going to be at uh, my girlfriend's from Spain. She's been there since before Christmas. I'm going there. I'm going to meet the parents for the first time, Sarah. Should I be nervous? I'm a good, I'm a good boy, I think, right? I, should be I think okay. you're a good boy. I've been watching a lot of reality television and like, I, I feel like you're the your type of guy, like on these love reality shows that They'd be happy to bring home to the parents. So I think you're all set. But I think, you know, we could just make our welcome back podcast in 2021 about how it went. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. So if you're listening, start getting your questions now. We'll do like a listener mailbag slash Sarah yeah. grilling me, pretending to be my mom questions about how it all went. And then yes. we'll have our first episode. I love it. Role play. <laughs> yeah, it'll be oh, fun. Great. So uh, th that's then, though. But we want to do now to end the year was kind of look back and look forward. I think we did this last year a little bit with resolutions and stuff like that, but I think we got a little bit personal there. We're bringing it back to the professional stuff because this is uh, ostensibly a podcast about making it in media and what it's like to work in entertainment and giving you guys some behind-the-scenes peaks and maybe some inspiration and help as well. So, uh, Sarah, I think what we're going to do, we're going to look back for a little bit and talk about like what we learned the most this year about our professional selves, and maybe that bleeds into our personal lives a little bit. Then we're also going to make resolutions for what we hope to do professionally coming up in 2021, and hopefully you guys get some motivation from that. So uh, it's, it's typical New Year's end of the year content, right? But, you know, no, we're not reinventing the wheel here. I don't think we have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's okay to have a cliche if it's going to maybe help someone, right? I mm -hmm, don't know. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this is what you guys are looking for. Like uh, and if not, too bad. It's our podcast. Yeah, we do what the hell we want, so <laughs> take it. <laughs> so I guess let's start with what we learned. What's one of the biggies for you? Uh, well, big thing for me I learned was I need more natural light in my apartment, <laughs> which I didn't uh, expect to be an issue before the pandemic. But, man, having to film everything in my house and I'm seeing so many of my friends – uh, they have great windows or they move back in with their parents and their huge houses and all the great light they have coming in. Whereas I'm in a tiny little corner apartment that gets maybe 15 minutes of sunlight a day and I've got to light everything artificially. It sucks. But, um, I, you know, what am I going to do? Move into a new apartment next year. Maybe that's my new resolution. But um, that's a bit of a silly one. I got some serious ones. But what about you? Because I know we both got a little bit, a little a couple different things. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple too. So I'll start with uh, one that kind of 
how, it's, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Clearly I learned a lot. I can't even form a sentence. <laughs> um, form your, it's form your sentences before Good you advice. say them. No, Good that's advice. not it. Um, the real, the real one is what I was going to say is that something that actually I was just reminded of today when I was writing this list. So it's basically, don't be afraid to ask. Like, mm. you know, I think I mentioned on this podcast that I did a horror film festival for my new job sort of on Sue, it was with like a panel of judges that are some of the biggest names in horror, Dan Myrick from Blair Witch, um, Jeffrey Reddick from Final Destination, uh, Tom McLaughlin from Friday the 13th, et cetera, et cetera. And so they had organized this like short film festival um, on my on my app. And, you know, I <laughs> wanted to, so I knew because of all of the interviews that we had been doing on my talk show, um, and more, more than on the public side of things, sort of privately behind the scenes, they had said, you know, we're really just looking to get some, uh, new talent, new prospective talent from this contest to help us, uh, with our new series. So they're doing like this new horror anthology series and they're all like doing standalone episodes for it. And then they're going to pitch it around. And I was so excited by that and that you know I'm obviously working on pitching some of my own products projects and I was like oh shit like if I did this like and they saw how talented I was then like maybe they would consider me to like mm -hmm. write and direct one of their episodes okay so I you know I entered the contest and I did that and you know that was great I'm, I'm still glad that I did it but honestly I wanted to just like smack myself when it was all done because it was really stressful. Um, I ended up being disqualified because I work for the company. Oh, well, that's a typical um, fine print. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be, to, to be fair, I had a feeling that might happen. And I asked the guy who had like started the whole thing and he said it was okay. So, you know, like I did ask, but then the judges, all of the horror directors basically were like, you know, you, you can't, you can't be a part of the contest. Yeah, that's Um, so, but here's the thing. I was like, oh, silly me. I could just ask. I have direct, like, I talk to these guys every week because of this contest and the fact that I host the show. Like, I could simply just ask them instead of, like, beating around the bush here, like, entering some contest. Like, hey, I'm really interested in expanding, you know, my skill set as a writer and director would I be able to pitch you a spec script? Would I be able to write a spec script? And sure enough, when I asked, they were like, yeah, come on it. Like, of That's course. All you had to do was ask. And instead, I was just like running around like a chicken with my head cut off, like trying to make a film, which again, still great. It was awesome to like have that experience. But like, it, sometimes it's a simple, like you don't need to go all the way around. Like sometimes the simplest solution of just like asking for what you want instead of like, going I don't know it, it's just right in front of your face and similarly today I saw and I guess this is a twofer lesson so do you remember how over the holidays uh, over Thanksgiving you missed out on a casting because you were like traveling because it was Thanksgiving like, yes yes <laughs> yes okay so <laughs> you would have thought that I learned my lesson but honestly I was like also really I was so tired like I really needed a break for these holidays for for Christmas so I kind of like stopped perusing Actors Access and, you know, all the 
casting websites that I, I use for a couple days. And of course, I missed a giant one for Walmart and a trivia host for a Walmart thing. Wait and a minute. I, I know someone that did something like that this year. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So first I was like annoyed. I was like, shit, I took like a couple days off and here I am missing like a really big casting that's right up my alley. So you know what I did? I asked. I literally went straight to my contact at Walmart and I was like, hey, um, I took a couple days off for the holidays. Just saw your your casting breakdown. Do you happen to have anything to do with this? And if so, could you get me seen? I know the deadline was a couple days ago. And he was like, sure. Yeah, let me. I'm so glad you asked. Like, if we actually aren't the ones casting for this, but I know exactly which project you're referring to and you would be perfect for it. And I was like, great. <laughs> so my lesson is literally, yeah, ask. Totally just ask. Sometimes it's really the simplest solution. It's true. And I mean, that's great advice. You always get in your head about, I love, yeah, what are the five different hoops I have to jump through to try and get this? And yeah, you can go right to the source. It's amazing what you can do when you get out of your own way. So I think that's a great, that's a great thing to learn. I mean, um, honestly, Mike, and that's just like kind of comes from a lot of the things we've talked about on here, which is like the longer you're in this business, the longer you, you know, whether you're auditioning for different people, working on different sets, you just know more people. So you have that opportunity to then do something as simple as ask because your contacts have been expanded. Right. And that's the whole point of networking. Our whole episode we did on networking. And I'll talk a little bit about that more in the resolutions for next year. Yeah. But that's finally when it starts to pay off is when you can kind of cut the line or go the express route or have the inside access to something before the public gets it or even after the public gets it, but you get to jump in afterward even if you're a little bit late. So uh, networking doesn't always mean sending a message on LinkedIn and someone offers you a job. It's planting all these seeds to eventually, hopefully, get a chance to have them pay off for you, even in just the opportunity. Because that's all you can ask for is to get your foot in the door somehow. So um, ask, that's great, I love it. Ask and take no time off. No. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't enjoy Thanksgiving. Put the turkey aside. Or Christmas. And scroll backstage and Actors Access and LinkedIn Seriously. and all these places. Oh, Jesus. Oh, all right, what else it. did you learn this year? Um, so my big lesson, and I think we've learned a lot of stuff. All of us have, right? But the one I really want to focus on is uh, adaptability uh, and being able to adapt in kind of all phases of life, but also all phases of your professionalism. Because this before this year, I had never recorded anything from home professionally. I'd done, you know, self-tapes, obviously. I'd done stuff for my own YouTube channel or things that I did on my own, but no one had ever paid me to produce video content from home. I never, so I didn't have the lights for, I didn't have the, the tripods, I didn't have any of the equipment or the setup or anything like that. But in a year like this, you had to adapt to succeed. And so you have to be willing to do that in a professional capacity. I know a lot of people at the beginning of the pandemic were like, no, I'm not going to you know, move my furniture or buy new stuff. This is going to be over in like a month or two, and then we'll be back in the studio. It, it's fine. And then they're the ones that probably missed out on jobs where people were ready to hire you if you had the ability to, to film at home. So the kind of stuff you can do, always be open-minded and willing to do it. Um, where and when, I mean, I'm doing this job now. I had to host last night at 9 p.m. because it was for a West Coast client, and they wanted something for a little earlier in the evening. And normally a Sunday night at nine o'clock is when I am in my sweatpants watching pro wrestling and ready to go to bed soon, not putting my makeup on, getting my lighting rig up and hosting something until 10, 1030. 
But in times like these, you got to be able to change everything about what you're willing to do. And even your personality, like just being go with the flow. I've been working with some producers over the summer where, you know, their kid would run in in the middle of the Zoom while I'm doing a take. And the kid's voice yelling in the background would end up on the take. And the producer's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mike, can we do that again? And you don't want to be that Bill O'Reilly, you know, diva, prima donna yelling like, no, what the hell? Like, shut the kid up. Like, you got to just be go with the flow because once people learn that you're easy to work with and even fun to work with and you're just adaptable to whatever the situation calls for, then they call you back for other jobs later and they reach out to you or they're open to when you reach out to them to maybe skip the line for a Walmart audition casting call or things like that. So I think that's my, my big word for this year is adaptability in what it is that you do, where and when you do it, how you do it, the person that you are, how you deal with people. This year has taught me, if nothing else, always be ready for the unexpected. And even if you can't be ready, be ready to adapt to it once you learn what it is that you're dealing with. 100%. I mean, yeah, like you said, I think we've all learned that lesson. Um, even like changing up your regular, you know, life routine. Like I moved to running outside because yeah. I didn't feel safe in a gym and doing, you know, workout classes at home, you know, cooking at home, not ordering so much delivery. Um, you know, I think a lot of us really had to learn it in so many different ways. Um, yeah, even, know, even, sure. even other businesses outside of what we do, the, the, yeah. re the restaurants that built the nicest outdoor seating areas, the first yep. were the ones that were getting more business in the summer. The yep. ones that started offering to go cocktails because we all needed a drink this year. Then we're doing better business than the ones that weren't. So those are just some yeah. examples that come to my mind. But yeah, personally, professionally, you got to be able to, to change with the times because they're not going to wait for you. And I got one more too, and I think we've talked about this a fair amount. Um, it's that not my. <laughs> I'm really struggling today, Mike. <laughs> well, you know what the problem is? I didn't write it in the doc, and so I'm like trying to. I mean, I kind of did, but okay. So it's really this is both uh, something that I learned and also something that is a re resolution. So it can carry us, I think, right. into this our is resolution. Our nice little segue. I, I did yeah. It. Um, so it's to create for me. So it's that, you know, my job won't really be affected too much if I am posting once a week or once every two weeks on social media, um, you know, and so I don't need to put so much pressure on myself to make things when I'm not feeling like making things like I need to make things when I'm feeling inspired. I need to write when I'm feeling inspired. Um, yes, it helps to have some structure there or, you know, self-imposed deadlines, but not to the point where you're beating yourself up with them. Like deadlines are meant to be a tool, not a weapon. So, I like that. you know, I, I think that um, I really have learned more about how to create for me rather than, and also the kinds of content that I'm creating um, rather than giving people what I think that they want. I've really sort of, I've learned some hard lessons. I mean, I've, you know, not to get too deep, but I've posted some stuff that I kind of felt weird about after posting both sort of with the current climate, um, stuff that was racier in terms of my political views, stuff that was maybe racier in terms of like my uh, sexuality. And so I've really learned a lot about my own comfort um, and like what it feels like to create for what I want to say versus what I think people want to see. Mm. Um, 
And I think I want to lean into that um, as I move into the new year. And, you know, I almost want to challenge myself to get this sounds so terrible because I'm I don't want to alienate any of our listeners, but like I would love a bigger female audience like of my personal social channels like I love you men I do so if you're listening (laughs) thank you very much for all of all of everything that you do it ain't nothing personal but I just it there is really something to be said for like not leaning into the whole sex cells and and really you know and that's not to say I can't post sexy photos like but just really I'd love to build out more of that female audience and like find some more of those relatability type things and and maybe even different facets of social media that I haven't really explored yet. For example, like using reels to show people how I set up for self-tapes or set up for my show every day and just like show other sides of me that aren't necessarily this sort of pattern of content that I've fallen into. And I've gotten a little experimental for sure um, in the last, I would say, couple months. Um, even on my Patreon, which you guys might not even see. Um, and that's been really fun. It's a little scary, but it's like, who cares? Like, what's the point of it all if you're not going to be creating for yourself? Like, you know, obviously, hopefully it resonates with someone else, but you, you don't learn what resonates with other people if you're not being true to yourself and doing what, like, excites you. Um, so that that is sort of a, you know, resolution. And, and that also turns into finding that balance, which I have really done a good job of. But I really am an all or nothing type person. So whereas I think I kind of just took a giant step back in 2020 and like stayed off it a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I, I like I said, was probably only posting once a week. I really like slacked off in my DMs and my stories. Um, and that's fine. But I think it led to me sort of coming onto social media like then that one time I'd be on a week and being on for like two hours playing catch <laughs> yeah. up in my DMs or like, try, you know, and it's like, I think trying to find that balance rather than that all or nothing is really key. So maybe shooting in 2021 for something more like, you know, 30 minutes a day where I, I scroll through some DMs, I post, I engage with some other people's content, and that feels like a solid amount of time. And, and you know, playing with whatever that time looks like and the frequency. So maybe it's an hour every other day. I don't know. Um, but I do feel like it was hard to, like, play catch up and still be engaged. Like, there's definitely sort of a happy medium there. So now that I've taken that full step back, I think I'm sort of ready to come back in and, and find that like special, that special spot. Ooh, if you can find the special spot, a lot of people spend a lot of time looking for that. Um, <laughs> that could have been innocuous. That could have been sexual. It's all how you, how wow. you need it. Um, wow. No, I actually, in, in, a, in a child-friendly way, did you watch um, Soul, the new Pixar movie? It came out on Disney Plus over Christmas. Um, I almost texted you for your login info because I don't have <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> and I was home with, I was with my mom and we were looking for a movie and I, I think it was your tweet. Did you tweet about it? I did. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Am I about to cry in this movie or no? Yeah. I saw your tweet and I was like, oh, let's watch Soul. 
And then I like, you know, Googled where, where, which platforms it was on. And I was like, no, I don't have that one. And I almost texted you, but we, I, I watched something else instead. Oh, all right. Solid. Anyway, one of the things that is part of that movie is when it, you're a creator, because it's about a jazz musician and you get into the zone and that's the special spot where you just start, you're on that new different mental plane that, you know, people like you and me try and get to all the time. So uh, good luck in 2021. I hope you find it because uh, especially with that social sounds- media, it, it could be it could be bad so all or nothing usually but, isn't a good thing yeah and it sounds like you're being a little <laughs> good luck I don't feel like you're like <laughs> you don't feel like that I'm, it's gonna happen so thanks for that um it, what are it's your gonna, resolutions it's gonna be Mike? A, it's gonna be a journey I, I just know how hard it's gonna be because it's so easy to get in that two-hour rabbit hole once in a while but um good luck I sincerely mean it <laughs> I may sound uh, disingenuous but I'm, I'm really in your corner all right well my so res- how, how much i root for you yeah Let's i know mike your year's gonna suck um well the one thing just a quick one because we talked about it a couple of minutes ago is to keep up the the networking and the staying in touch and doing a lot of the stuff i did this year more because it was a pandemic but realizing hey some of the stuff you can keep uh, as time moves on and i think that's kind of similar to what you were saying about how the way you posted and the things you wanted to post and your strategy behind it maybe changed a bit more because of everything we dealt with in 2020. So for me, like I reached out to people a lot more than I normally did because I wasn't so busy with jobs all the time. So checking in with old coworkers or uh, reaching out to new folks or signing up for online seminars or uh, kind of these virtual networking things and then staying in touch with these people, joining contests, stuff like that for people that are in the business and doing more of that next year when hopefully our day-to-day becomes more normal, more like it used to be, but not losing the stuff that we had the time to do this year. That's professionally. Personally, I've got some other uh, things uh, you know, on my docket as well, but we'll focus on the professional stuff, and that's one of them. But the other big one, I'm going to be very specific here, similar to like you creating for you and controlling that, I want to start my own business, Sarah. How does that sound to you? What kind of business, Mike? That is the most important question. Um, so... What I've discovered, part of what I did with all this free time and networking was also doing it the other way, like being the networky, I guess you can say, to younger kids, kids in college or young broadcasters coming out of school and through my alma mater, putting them in touch with me to pick my brain. How do you get started in this career? How do you get jobs? Look at my tape. What do you think of my reel? And my first piece of advice is always, well, subscribe to Living the Damn Dream, the podcast to tell you how to make it in in this industry. My second piece of advice to them was always like specific and individual, but I figured, hey, this is kind of cool and I can do this, I think, for a cost because it is very, you know, time intensive and labor intensive and very specialized, but I'm thinking of starting something where people that are just getting started in their media career, you don't have to be a student or younger, you can be any age, but Kind of like someone like you, I don't think I'd be able to help because you kind of know yourself already and you already got your career on track. But people that are just getting started that know what they want to do but need that kind of booster uh, shot, I think I could offer that. And then in case things happen like they did this year where the on-camera stuff isn't happening, those jobs aren't there, I can still have some type of income coming in to keep the lights on while also still doing what it is I love doing, which is working in media and entertainment and also kind of paying it forward and helping people reach their dreams. If they don't listen to our podcast, uh, just doing it like on a personal basis and helping people out while, you know, putting a little bit extra in my checking account. So 
I, I'm doing the research now. I'm looking into it. Like, do I have to start a corporation? Do, do I need a new website? What should I be charging people? What will I even be offering? It's a lot, but I think over this next week, I'm going to really try and hone in on that while I'm away from New York. And maybe you'll see, I don't know, Mike Junella Inc. or Living the Damn Dream uh, Corp by February or March. We'll see. You know there's already a Sarah Priebus Inc., right? You're, you have your S Corp, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that that would be... No, I was going to say we could do another episode on that, but not really because I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's but, the weird thing is that you and I basically, we already are our own businesses, right? You are legally sometimes. I'm not. But as we get hired for all these different jobs, they're basically hiring us as a one-person talent mm-hmm. talent corporation. So that is already something we have to deal with. But now I'm I would to recommend do it, sort it. Of on the side. I mean, I would recommend it that you start an S corp regardless um, because of tax purposes and, you know, just getting paid through your business to begin with. Um, so I think definitely look into that. I mean, and I think aside from that, I think the rest of it's a great idea. I'll be more supportive than you were with mine. <laughs> um, I think it's great. So yes, I mean, it sounds like it's right up your alley. I don't even know how all these kids find you um and like i don't have well, young you kids reaching it, out to when me you put it that way it sounds extra creepy <laughs> oh my god i don't know how all these kids do find you <laughs> let's not let's not keep repeating I, it like i say it sounds creepy don't say it again that's not i i you know <laughs> The kids are coming out of the woodwork for Mike <laughs> over here. Um, take that to Spain and tell the parents. I was no, say, I'm, I'm supposed to get on a flight I, in like 24 yeah. hours, and I'm going to be oh, on, the, on a list. I'm going to be on a list now, a no-fly list. Oh God, you know, no, seriously though. Um, like I, I think so. One of my other resolutions, so this maybe this ties into this, is I need to really start to utilize LinkedIn more. Like I think mm. it's a forgotten part uh, for me. But I think in general, people in entertainment don't utilize that tool so much because for charged, performers. Yeah. I'm never on it. Really? I just would have thought that's where people were contacting you. So, like, how are they finding you, Mike? Well, like I said, this is mostly at this point, it's been through my alma mater, through Syracuse. So they have a oh. great alumni network and people will reach out to okay. me. Okay, okay, that say, makes sense. Hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. That it's makes not, complete I'm not sense. On, I'm not on Craigslist like, hey, 30, <laughs> 35-year-old man willing to talk to 20-year-olds <laughs> on camera. Oh my god <laughs> get out of here <laughs> oh god that's too funny um but yeah I, I really i think that you know i really I, it's like how many more social you know things do we want to use but yeah. i think there are advantages to like starting to use linkedin a bit more because you know people do want to hire like specifically in this like i've learned from this time period that we've been stuck inside like people aren't going about casting calls traditionally so it's like if you are advertising your services on linkedin like also some companies don't really know how to find use casting breakdowns and like maybe they would find you on linkedin or like because you're connected you could get more jobs that way so it's like just another tool again that i feel like we can make available in our toolbox for ourselves that like I really have not, I don't even know how to use it. Like, really, I see, like, every time I go on there, I'm kind of overwhelmed because I'm like, ooh, um, I'm sure this is easy, but, like, and people have, like, articles. It's just like, where do you even start? It's kind of like TikTok at this point. I'm like, I'm not really on it, so I don't really know where to start, so I'm not gonna. Um, 
And I'm sure it's like anything else. Like I know how to use, like, it's just coming up with some sort of like posting schedule even to just make sure I'm on it. It's staying up to date. Like maybe I can figure out how to find jobs. I don't even know. So yeah, I want to, I want to do the networking thing too. Um, and use LinkedIn. I love that you're starting your business. I think that's a great idea. One of my, actually my writing partner, Amber, she just started her own business as well. Um, kind of sort of because of the, definitely because of the pandemic. Um, you know, she was kind of getting jobs as, uh, to help coach people acting wise. And she was like, Oh, maybe I have a knack for this. So she started sort of like a one-on-one coaching business for acting stuff. So like, you know, and a lot of people do that sort of as a, as a side hustle. Um, and you know, maybe you find that you, you really enjoy it. Um, the more, that you do it. So I think why, why not? sounds like a great goal. Um, wow, you are a lot more supportive than I was. Now I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I got, I got one or two more that you can be supportive. All right, of. good. This is my chance to rally and be a good yeah. friend. Give it to me. So I have really been dragging my feet on, you know, I had an idea to sort of repitch my, my, celebrity pet talk show, um, concept, which, you know, I have the sizzle, the trailer for, um, it's, I have a pitch deck for it. And I kind of, am like, okay, at this point, I think I should really shoot an Insta, not an Insta. I was going to do originally an Instagram live with an actual celebrity and use that to sort of put in the pitch package. But I think what I really need to do is I have an awesome director producer that I worked with actually on my Walmart job. Um, and he would be able to shoot a really beautiful looking um, new, I don't want to say additional sizzle, but really that what, that's what it would be. I think I need an additional, like I need a name or two attached to my, my talk show project. And I mm-hmm. do think I have access to that now. Um, so I sat, I think I need to, in addition to um, what I've already shot, shoot one more piece Um, and just get the greats from this guy and just like do it on my own and just pay for it and be done with it. Because I really think I can, I think it can go somewhere. I think I potentially pitch it to like live in as a segment on a pre-existing talk show or get pet brands to sponsor it on YouTube or something like that. Um, so I'm gonna, I gotta finish my plan and like start pitching this thing around. Like originally when I had pitched it, people like the pandemic happened and people were like, we're really focused on getting our advertising dollars around like this, you know, giant pivot we've had to make. So come back to us, <laughs> but we love the idea. So it's like, this is my time to really go in strong. People have, you know, adapted as we said earlier in the show. I think they're ready to potentially, you know, for something like this. So I got to just finish it up. And you know, uh, my partner and I took a little bit of a break, because, but we got funding for to shoot our teaser for um, my my scripted series. So we really all similarly, I have to attach a star name to shoot this trailer and shoot that as soon as my partner's uh, as, as soon as my partner gives birth. And in, in January, um, we are going to get our butts together and you know try to shoot this trailer so we can pitch that too so i gotta shoot these things and pitch these projects because they've kind of been sitting on the back burners and like you know i can't just lean into the fact that i have a salary job at this point which is really nice but like 
that is not my end goal. I do not necessarily. Sorry if you're listening, employer. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. You know, that's Keep not my. The checks it's coming, not, but also it's, let's be it's real. not my dream job as of now, and I want to work towards a larger goal. And that job might help me get there, but like you know, I I really want to be sort of the creative director of my own work. So. Um, I would get to do that with these projects. So I gotta, I gotta keep them moving. Yeah, no, complacency is, is the enemy of us, you know, finding your dreams. So that's, I think, pretty fair. And as long as your employer understands that or is cool with that, then great. Um, but that's, that's pretty much it. That's, those are my resolutions. Did you have anything left? No, all I have left is support for all that you're trying to accomplish because that sounds like Aww. a like that sounds like a lot of great stuff you got on the on the burner coming up. So that's great. Yay. Did you uh have a casting call this week? I did. Actually, it's a casting call for you, Sarah. This is the job that's gonna change your life. Is that a good tease or what? Ooh, yes. Give it to me. All right, so um I don't know if you know this, but uh Tom Cruise is trying to become the first person to shoot a movie in actual space. Have you heard this story that, that he's working on it? No. So, yeah, he's, like, applied for basically a, a commercial astronaut license through, I think, Elon Musk's company. And they're oh planning, yeah, they're planning for, like, 2022 to have him film actual scenes in space at the International Space Station and become the first legit production to ever make a movie up there. However, I read last week... Um, this is through uh, Sky News. They are. Rep- I'm going to just read this. They reported on an upcoming Russian TV channel that's looking to film a movie in October 2021, beating Tom Cruise to the punch. And they put out a casting call for their lead role, and they're looking for a woman. Sarah, here we go. Oh, my the, God. The casting announcement for the role says they want a, quote, real superhero who's required for the part. Someone who wants to, quote, go to the stars at the same time as becoming a big international star. While the successful applicant does not have to be a professional actress, she does have to be aged between 25 and 40, stand between 150 and 180 centimeters tall, weigh between 50 and 70 kilograms, and have a chest girth of up to 112 (laughs) centimeters. She's also required to have a clean criminal record. So I think you're good for all those, except maybe the criminal record. I don't know. That's uh, I don't know the metrics. That's what are the conversions? I should I should have looked that up because I think it's all pretty normal. But let's see. Um, all right. So 150 centimeters to feet is between five feet and and six feet. So check. You got that. Five right? feet and six feet. That's a pretty big range. Yeah, okay. that's that's like 80 percent of women. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, in the world. Um, the weight is between 110 to 154 pounds. You don't have to give okay. away your number, but I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Check. Um, and then, yeah, you got the age, so you're good there. And yep. then your chest girth, <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> the words they use for that has to Sounds be like cattle. Yeah. At least. So maximum 44 inches. So if you're under 44 inches in chest girth. I don't know I how am. they measure I'm that. under 44 inches, yeah. So clean criminal record. And Sarah, I think you're going to be the star of this Russian TV show in space. You should get applying like Where yesterday. do I do it? How do I get in on this? Oh, that, I, now I'm doing all the work for you. Uh, I'll look I'll for it. I'll give you a commission. And how much, and how much am I going to make? 
I don't think they said that yet. So <laughs> that's also part of the, the balance, the, the calculus you got to do in your head. You get to go to space, though. That's a priceless experience. This is true. This is true. That's dope. I'm in. Count me in. Guys, oh, resolution, so Sarah's going to space. Sarah in space 2021. <laughs> Book it now. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, mine's not nearly as exciting. Um, I, actually, it's just like we should have ended on yours. Mine's want want. I think <laughs> <laughs> mine just comes back to this idea that like, I don't know about you, but I have been seeing so many advertisements um, on all of these breakdowns for jobs that are not performance based. So you know, it's, it, it, you know, if you, if you didn't want to start a business, right. Like, and you're not as uh, motivated as Mike, um, and you need other work, another side hustle because times are hard. There's plenty of opportunities. Um, I found several like just in the last day. Um, so the first one that I found is okay. By the way, my cat is like on my lap right now. So if you guys (laughs) hear purring, that's, that is why it's not me. Um, so like, for example, this one I got today was for Bohemia Real Realty Group, uh, real estate positions for artists and performers. Um, so yeah, they said seeking artists and performers interested in a dual al- alternate career in real estate with Bohemia Realty Group. Over 70% of our agents are working artists that have thriving real estate careers, giving them financial freedom, autonomy, and flexibility of schedule during and in between gigs. Um, so that's one, obviously it's commission-based. Um, as real estate is. Mm. And then like, you know, then I have another one that I just got today. Outdoor sales rep in parentheses, non-acting. I love that they, I love that they specify because honestly, if I was scrolling through, I'd be like, okay, they're looking for someone to play an outdoor sales rep. Um, but no, they're not. They want an actual outdoor sales rep, um, seeking people for a seasonal sales role with a great opportunity to increase your earning Um, yeah, you get the idea. So it kind of just goes back to, they know that these gigs that we get, you know, are not for them, for most of us, you know, um, providing that full paycheck that we need, particularly this year. And so guys, if anybody needs any jobs and you're not performers, I guess you can also use backstage actors access, and casting networks to find yourself a job in really any field because all the other employers are slowly coming on here with their part-time work. And let me just tell you, I did try a career in real estate. Um, it was not, it for me personally, it was not compatible with uh, my acting career. Um, but then again, I was also... Um, I was also not investing all of, you know, it's sort of the, you get out of it, what you put into it. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't really putting all that much into it. So eh, who's to say, maybe it does work out. Um, But yeah, I remember when I started in minor league baseball, they pay you such little salary, but then they say, oh, you can make commissions on sales for sponsors, but I never put anything into that. So yeah, to your point, it's just, it is what you put into it. It's not, I thought you were going to say, like more of those jobs where like on LinkedIn, I find a lot, I have alerts set up for hosting jobs, but it's always, Oh, I remember that at the Olive yeah. garden or at Longhorn steakhouse. So now they're even, not just LinkedIn. They're coming to where we think we're looking for acting or, or our hosting oh, yeah. jobs. And that's not, that's not cool either. No, they're infiltrating our performance jobs with literal, like, I mean, so many that those were just two from today. 
Um, I've been seeing them a lot lately and it's kind of like, seriously, do I have to scroll through? Like also, why are these not being filtered out? It's just, I don't know, maybe they're helpful for people who want part-time work, but it's like, I'll look for work on, you know, different on a different website if that's the kind of work that I'm looking for. Right, exactly. You'll, you'll seek that out specifically as opposed to it coming to where you're looking for something else. Not oh, a shame. Yeah. Uh, also a shame. I was just researching this real quick, Sarah, and for the uh, the cosmonaut in space uh, acting role, Russian citizens only. So I think you're out of the running. Fuck, Mike. How yeah. could you leave that out? That That's, wasn't uh... in the original posting, and now I feel like I just ruined the end of your 2020 by taking that job off your plate. I really apologize. It's all right. It's okay. I'll uh, maybe I can get myself in on the the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, maybe that you have a little more time for that one. So good yeah. luck on it. All oh, right, partner. That's it. Twenty twenty in the books. Oh man. Well, thanks to all of you guys for listening and and honestly giving us some purpose and feelings of usefulness in this pandemic um, because this was one job. In the very beginning, that was the only thing that we could do safely <laughs> from our mm-hmm, homes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we are really thankful to everyone who, you know, kind of kept us going and motivating us to stay creative and stay, yeah, feeling useful because there were definitely times when we were like, does anyone even listen to this? And, you know, why do I need to put on clothes? I mean, I still don't put on clothes for this. <laughs> I'm butt naked right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um but, you know, so so thank you to all of you. And we really do hope that you have a safe, happy, healthy new year um, that, you know, 2021 brings you a better year than 2020 did. Um, and Mike, do you have any final thoughts before I wrap this? Uh, no, that's it. I You've had a year to practice. I'm excited to see how you wrap our final podcast of this uh, unique, let's call it, year that we just finished yeah so have a safe happy healthy new year and you know we really look forward to (laughs) you got so close you came so close we really look forward to um all of our journeys together shit god damn it i was so i was on a roll and then i wanted to make sure like that you didn't have anything else to add. Oh, um, I can stall if you want, guys. It's I hope, okay. like Sarah said, whether you had a good year or a bad year, <laughs> I hope next year is even better. Keep the emails coming, the DMs coming. We love hearing from you. And all and the best. And in 2021, may us all keep living the damn <laughs> dream. 